This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 8. How can you correct your own writing for the IELTS Writing Section? You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the Examiner of Excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English Adventurer, coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. In today's episode, you'll get a clear checklist from Jessica on the four things that you have to look for when you correct your own writing practice test. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS with two new free episodes every week. You get advice on everything IELTS from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay. Hey Jessica. I feel like I'm like a like a wrestling announcer or something. <laughs> I know the wrestling championships of the world. Sunday. Getting started now. Yeah. <laughs> All ears English. We should yeah, make some <laughs> wrestling masks for ourselves. Okay. <laughs> this is more interesting than a wrestling match. Yeah. Who cares about that? We have all the excitement on All Ears English talking about IELTS. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so what's our topic today, Lindsay? Yeah. So today we had a really good question from what, another one of our listeners, which we totally appreciate those questions, guys. So if you have a question, drop me an email, lindsay at allearsenglish.com. But today's question was our listener wanted to know how she can correct her own writing practice. Because that's one of the biggest challenges that our listeners yeah. have is that they don't have anyone to review their writing and give them feedback. And we know that's a pain point for you guys. So we want to help you out here and show you how to do it on your own a little bit. As much as you can. Yeah. Um. I mean, first of all, let me say, of course, that for speaking and writing, the best idea is is really to find a native speaker to help you out with something like this. Um, and we've talked on past episodes about how to do that and the various resources. Um, maybe we can post in the, the show notes for this, the, the episodes that mm -hmm. talk about that, about how to find mm -hmm. language partner. Um, but, you know, that's sure. not always possible. Of course, that's not always possible. And we realize that. So, if you can't find, you know, someone to give you feedback or someone to teach you, the best thing you can do is to make a, a checklist for yourself that you follow every time. So um, I would organize it by the descriptors. And then when you, when what's you, a descriptor? Yeah, I keep, I keep throwing that out there, don't I? So the, <laughs> the IELTS descriptors, you can go online and see the IELTS public descriptors. You can Google that. Um, I believe they're on IELTS.org as well. 
Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what the examiner looks at in order to give you a grade. So you need to, to divide these up and look at each, each one separately. So the first would be task achievement or task response. Um, so look at those descriptors and pick out what is important for you. What is, what, what are your weaknesses that you need to improve for? So for some people, maybe that's, um, paragraphs or topic sentences or thesis statements, maybe those things you're trying to improve. So I would put that on my checklist. And then when I finish writing, go back and check specifically for, for that. Okay. And when it comes to the term task achievement, how do I know if I've actually achieved the task? I'm a little confused. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> that, yeah, that is, a, that's difficult. So you can look on, on the descriptors and it's, it's, it's different for task one and task two. So for task one, uh, what the examiner is looking for is if you included all the nest, all the key points, all the most important points. So for example, in your essay, you must have um, a summary or overall trend or in general, what happens to the numbers. So the numbers increase, the numbers decrease. And then you must have all the specific important numbers, the highest number, lowest number, any biggest increases or decreases. We'll talk about those in another episode because that's a whole other huge topic. But um, those are the key points that you need. And that's what is considered achieving the task is if you have that information for task two. Okay, I see. That's important um, to know. So you guys... Yeah, Mm -hmm. go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So for task two, it's basically, did you stick to the topic and did you fully answer every part of the question? So if it's uh, an argument essay and it's like, um, people should, should, uh, volunteer for a year before they start university, uh, just, some people agree, some people disagree. Discuss both sides and give your own opinion. Then in your essay, you you have to stick to that topic, talk about agreeing, talk about disagreeing, and then give your own opinion. Okay. So task having achieved the task would mean that we've actually we've done exactly what they've asked for. They we've exactly. argued both sides of the topic. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just fulfilling that question. Just making sure you address everything in the question. Um so just put that however you can put that in your own words, you know, so you remember to to check for it. I would say that's the first thing you check for. So after you write your essay, number one check your organization. Does every sentence connect to the topic? Does, are you repeating any information? You know, cause don't do that. Right. That's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about that in another episode, right? Yeah. To not be redundant and not be flowery in your writing. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would also put that on my checklist. I would say check for repeated ideas or check for repeated words. And if those are there, cross them out. Um, and then we move on to, um, coherence and cohesion. Now, this is organization and linking words. Do you have good paragraphs? And uh, again, are you repeating ideas? So I would say on your checklist for this, um, I would say circle all linking words. So when you go back and check your essay, make sure you have a linking word in almost every sentence. Seriously. (laughs) 
So it has to flow together as a full paragraph, not just separate ideas that just don't connect, right? Exactly. Yeah. And examiners look for those linking words. So in one body paragraph in task two, you're, you're going to, to have, um, for one thing, blah, blah, blah. For example, blah, blah, blah. Another thing is blah, blah, blah. Like every sentence, you have a transition phrase or a linking word. Mm, absolutely. We can't just have these separate ideas kind of floating in space and not being connected to each other. Yeah, just like choppy, choppy, choppy. For for a reader, if you're trying to read something without linking words or transition phrases, it's not smooth. It doesn't flow. You know, it's you can't follow it as easily. So um, yeah, make sure. Yeah, it's boring too. It's yeah. boring. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I would say on your checklist, just put down circle linking words and then when you look at your essay, circle all of your linking words and make sure you have enough. Okay. And that's for coherence and cohesion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so it's primarily the linking words. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And, and of course, does do your ideas make sense together? <laughs> Which hopefully you'll just check for that like logically. Like do you understand your own ideas? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the third thing, uh, vocabulary. And I think a good thing uh, – a, a, Good points to have on your checklist would be, number one, look for repeated words. So if you see maybe the topic is um, university and you see like university in almost every sentence, um, that's a problem. (laughs) That's going to give you a lower score. So circle all the words that are repeated and try and think of different ways to say them. You know, college, higher education, tertiary education. <laughs> use, yeah, right. yeah, use, use a thesaurus online and get some, get some synonyms in there. So that's a re- mm-hmm. really, really useful way to check yourself. Yeah. And I would think that a good way to make sure that you're putting the variety into your writing, guys, is by using these in your speaking practice. You know, when yeah. you're practicing with your teacher or with your language exchange partner, make sure you're not just repeating those same vocab words. You're throwing, you're experimenting. That is the time to experiment. And I'm sure that's going to translate into your writing skills. Exactly. Exactly. And you could even carry this idea of self-checking over into speaking also. You could, you know, make an MP3 recording of yourself speaking. And then go back through and listen with this checklist in front of you. Listen for linking words. Listen for complete sentences and repeated vocabulary. And that's another way to help yourself improve. There you go. You got it. Hey guys, vocabulary range is one of the important things that the examiner is going to look for on the speaking section of the IELTS. But if you want to know what the other three things are, you need to get our free downloadable cheat sheet. Go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation to get your free cheat sheet now. That's allearsenglish.com slash E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N. Yeah. And then, uh, so vocabulary would be next. Um, the vocabulary would be, um, or sorry, we just did vocabulary. Grammar, Grammar. right? 
Grammar. <laughs> Maybe check vocabulary <laughs> twice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So grammar would be next. And we we spoke about this on um, last the last episode would be mm-hmm. to look for a variety of sentence structures. So actually underline those complex sentences. Make sure you, you included those in your writing. And, and one more time, just in case our listeners didn't catch yeah. that last episode, what is a complex sentence? What does that mean? Yeah. So a complex sentence would be um, a sentence, uh, uh, you go from a simple sentence like, I like writing, <laughs> to uh, <laughs> a complex sentence, which is a dependent clause in there. So I like writing, which has a lot of linking words. <laughs> mm, okay. So extending your idea and giving more information about, about what you said, about the first part of the sentence. Exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. you're, you're choosing, usually you're choosing one of the nouns in the sentence and giving more information about it. I think that's a good way to, mm-hmm. to think of it. So more information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course the mistakes, right? But writing is the easiest time to catch your mistakes because it's, it's not going anywhere. It's in front of you. You can have a long time to look at it. So yeah. make a list of the most common errors. Um, I would say first look at your verb tenses. Circle the the present simple, the past simple. Make sure that what you're talking about is actually finished in the past if you're using past simple. Make sure that um, the the present simple is describing something in general or something that still takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, have mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. these ideas in your mind for these basic verb tense errors because that's what the examiner is going to notice right away. If you make a mistake with super complicated mm-hmm. grammar, that's that's kind of okay. Like that might be, you know, like a seven mm-hmm. mistake, right? Um, uh-huh. But if you're messing yep. up past simple, uh, that's, no. that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to do that. And, and I guess what we said in, in a previous episode would also hold up here that we don't want to take too many risks yeah. with crazy, crazy grammar right. tenses like the past perfect. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We so, just want to stick with what we know. And this might be another way to, to check yourself and improve actually is to, if you used a verb tense or a structure that you're not sure about, um, I think you should highlight that and focus on understanding it. It could be asking your teacher or asking a native speaker or even going online. I know there are a lot of resources like ask.com has really good grammar explanations. Uh, grammar Girl, I come across a lot. She has a, a cool blog. Yeah, I like Grammar Girl. Yeah. She's good. That's a really good resource. So maybe if you don't under, if you circle something and you're like, is this correct? I don't know if I should use present perfect here. Then maybe focus on that for today. Go online and use those resources and, and try try and understand it. Try and figure it out and figure out if you're right or not. Very nice. So it is possible to correct our own essays. Yeah. It seems like it's, it's going to be a ch- more challenging task and we really recommend that you guys go out and find someone to check it for you. But if it's really not possible, there is a way to do it on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, it's I mean, like you said, it's not it's not the number one preferable option, but not not everyone has all the options that are that are, yeah. you know, yeah, we're busy. Yeah, right? yeah. You're busy. You don't have the the resources or the, the people around you that that can help you with this stuff. So um, luckily, there there is a way you can do this yourself with with a lot of hard work and just being being very focused and being being dedicated to yeah. improvement. I think, you know, that's really what it comes down to. 
Yeah, it's the self-discipline, yeah. right? Showing up every day, guys, yeah. and, and putting in the work. That's the only way, whether you hire someone to help you uh-huh. or whether you do it by yourself, putting in the work on a daily basis using a very specific study schedule yeah. is the way to get that that seven that you want. Oh my gosh, I am all about schedules and notes and lists. I don't think <laughs> yeah. I could live my life without <laughs> scheduling everything. So um, everything I approach, every project, everything I make a schedule for. So I, I fully endorse scheduling your, your scheduling. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And we're going to talk more about scheduling and roadmaps and how to plan out your study schedule based on the amount of time that you actually have to prepare. But I think that's another episode. Yeah. They're going to be fantastic. (laughs) So more really good things to come from All Ears English. And Jessica, thank you so much for addressing this really important question today. My pleasure. This was fun. Thanks, Lindsay. Absolutely. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.